I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. No football until August for college and September for the NFL. So I'm a little depressed today. I don't know about you, but boy... The day after the Super Bowl is like, I think, one of the worst days of the year. Great game. Really great game. NFL, awful. Playing surface, embarrassing. Halftime show, embarrassing. The call, and you know, listen, I know James Bradbury said that he held. I don't like the call. Um, I really don't. But, again, I, I didn't lose sleep over it. It was a tremendous game. Jalen Hurts was great. Patrick Mahomes was great. I'm shocked that the Eagles could not get to Mahomes. You know, the offensive line in Kansas City was superb. It was a tremendous game. You know, plain and simple. It was a tremendous football game that should not have been played on such a horrible playing surface. Really. The NFL is just a joke. It, it's a joke. You know, Roger Goodell and the way he runs his league, it's, dis, it's just disgraceful. You know, and the way they – all the crap you have to do now before the game to appease every single group walking the face of the earth, it's just awful. It really is. It's just, I hate it. I hate that part. But I would also say I turned the coverage on at about 3.15. So I missed all that nonsense. All right? So I watched the last, what, 15 to 20 minutes of that crap and then the game. But again, I thought the game was tremendous. I thought it was a really good game. I want to hear from you. Uh, Kings play tomorrow to wrap up the first half. So we can talk about that as well. Just hit me up, raise your hand, uh, and I will put you right on. Really uh, have looked forward to the shows that we do on YouTube, both halftime and postgame. And we'll do that again tomorrow with Ryan in Sacktown. So I hope you can join us for both of those shows as we get you to the All-Star break. And boy, the Kings, after the All-Star break, there aren't a lot of gimmies. There aren't a lot of layups left on that schedule. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Look forward to doing the shows. And uh, very happy to have you with us here on both uh, Listen App and my other platforms as well. Be sure and check out my podcast tomorrow if you don't like that with Grant Napier. But for the most part today, we're talking Super Bowl. If you want to deviate and go talk about uh, the Kings, we can do that as well. All right. We're going to get the show rolling, though. I want to start off with Connor. Connor, welcome. How are you today? Doing good, Grant. How are you? I'm well, buddy. Yeah, I just wanted to start by saying, I mean, our country has one national anthem. That's the only one that needs to be played. I mean, you saw how emotional the players, I mean, Nick Sirianni had tears coming from his eyes. I mean, that was a great performance. I don't think we need any of this other stuff. Well, you got to vote to the woke mob now and you got to be, you know, politically correct and this and all the crap. That's what it's just ridiculous what's happened to our society. I agree with you. There's only one anthem. And I, I, I think the people that need to have another anthem played. I think it's unfortunate. You know, you're either American or you're not. You know, you're either a citizen of the United States or you're not. Okay. And when you're an American, okay, uh, that covers all races, all ethnicities, all religions. You know, if you're an American citizen living in the United States of America, we have one anthem, period. That's the way it is. Yeah, that's spot on. And then switching to the game, I mean, the turf was awful. I mean, how did the NFL let that happen? I mean, that was like MetLife Stadium with how many slips and twists and turns there were i mean i'm like somebody else said i mean it's great that nobody got hurt from it yeah sean salisbury said that today on the show i did with him and i i agree it's you know connor you know what's even more amazing about that is the nfl contracted a company in phoenix a sod farm and they've been growing the sod for two years really like i mean 
what's going on? I mean, how the hell does that happen? It's just an absolute embarrassment for the league. Yeah, I mean, the NFL, they have such a, a big audience and such a big product. And it seems like they find a way to turn people off still and make it worse and worse every year. I thought the halftime show was awful. It's the worst halftime, worst halftime show that I can remember. Uh, I thought Rihanna and her uh, obscene gestures were just completely uncalled for and out of touch with the audience that she was reaching. Uh, I thought it was terrible. I'm going to do my podcast on that tomorrow. Yeah, I totally agree. I don't think there's much else to say other than it just wasn't a good performance. And then more to the gameplay. I mean, what a game. I mean, a Super Bowl. I think the how the game went really shows how elite these two quarterbacks were because, I mean, you had the Eagles, the Eagles a historic defense, and then a guy like Chris Jones on the Chiefs, and there was basically no defense played. I mean, shows how powerful these offenses were. Sure, and the offensive lines in particular. Uh, I'm with you. I thought that was the biggest surprise of the game, Connor. Could you imagine if we had made a prediction on Friday that there would be only, what, one sack in the game and it was, what, behind the line of scrimmage? You know, like, I mean, when I mean a quarterback running out of bounds behind the line of scrimmage and the fact that the Eagles had no sacks, you know, can, can you believe that? I mean, nobody – we would have said that's not possible. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And then another thing I wanted to mention, I mean – yeah, I tip my hat to Jalen Hurts. I mean, he had a great game. He's going to be back probably in the Super Bowl. But, yep. I mean, that fumble that he had, I mean, can you really – is that excusable? I mean, he just dropped the ball. And, I mean, that's basically your difference in the game right there. I mean, I said in your – Yeah, it's a big mistake. That, I mean, if that was Patrick Holmes and the Chiefs lost the game, the media would never let it go. I mean, that's my opinion on that. Why do you say that? I mean, because Patrick Mahomes just gets trashed because, I mean – like all the great players do. I mean, they have an extra level of hate from the media and stuff. I don't know why, but, I mean, it seems like everything I saw, was Jalen Hurts had a perfect game. He was great. I mean, he was, but, I mean, that's right. a big, big mistake that I don't think you can just kind of put under the rug. It, it, it is, but I think the fact that he played an A-plus game with the exception of that one play, and, again, he does have the ball in his hands uh, every game, and – it just, you know, I, I agree with you, but I mean, it it doesn't take away from how great he was. He was a he, his performance was phenomenal yesterday. Yeah, and then in terms of that holding call, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I mean, I can live with it because obviously, if the player's admitting that they made the mistake, then there's nothing you can yep. really say against it. But I mean, I agree. The way the game was being officiated in the first three quarters, they're letting a lot of stuff go. I mean, I thought they got a lot of calls right with some of the catches and. Yep. sideline plays that happened but I mean I don't think I mean people are making that out to be like that the side of the game that's the game and I think the Chiefs are getting a lot of credit taken away from them just because of that one call it's not like that just decided the game for them no um you know again the Jalen Hurts fumble was a hell of a lot more important than the holding call right I mean if that doesn't happen the Eagles are probably uh world champions today so I mean there were a lot of you know a lot of things you can look at uh but it's um I, I'll tell you this, if James Bradbury had said after the game, I didn't hold him, then we'd have a whole different story. The fact that he admitted to grabbing his jersey pretty much ends that argument. That's my opinion. It kind of ends the argument. Yeah, I agree. And then, I mean, how about Kadarius Tony? That's pretty crazy to watch as a Giants fan, to see him score a touchdown. That's terrible. Have a big return in the Super Bowl. He's unprofessional with the Giants. I know a lot of people within the Giants organization that I talked about uh, with them, and they said the guy was just an embarrassment uh, for the Giants, and they couldn't wait to get rid of him. Hey, you know, the Giants didn't miss him this year. That's the reality of the situation, and so he made a big play on the punt return, whatever. You know, I, I, there are certain players I do not root for. He's one of the players I don't root for based on how unprofessional he was with the Giants. I don't, I don't root for people like that, so, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't happy to see his success. I didn't want him to have success just based on his uh, unprofessional conduct in New York with the Giants. Yeah, I understand that. And then I just wanted to take a couple minutes to talk about Patrick Mahomes. I mean, this guy's incredible. I mean, playing with that ankle injury, I mean, you could barely even notice it. I know Hurts wasn't 100% either, so I give them both a lot of credit. But, I mean, Mahomes, I mean, he just makes big play after big play in big games. I mean, and I don't know if we're getting ahead of ourselves when I say this, but, I mean, this guy's got to be close to being one of the guy all-time greats up there already. I mean, with what he's done. Already. 
already. He is. He, he, I would agree with you. And at this rate, uh, he will be clearly no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Considered a top five quarterback in the history of the National Football League. You could probably put him in there now, but he will clearly be a top five quarterback in the history of the NFL in most people's eyes. I don't think there's any question. And as I said, you might put him in that group right now. Yeah, in a comparison, I kind of thought of, I mean, between the NBA, I mean, I think Mahomes is a little bit above this guy's level. But, I mean, looking at Giannis Antetokounmpo, a young guy that's a superstar, he already has a ring to his name. He already has multiple MVPs. And they're still young in their career, and they're already starting to get talked about in some of the conversations of the best players to ever play. That's a great point. Um, The the, the difference is the NBA doesn't have – can't – can't compete with the NFL in terms of the numbers. I mean, the TV ratings, the number of people that watch the NBA compared to watch the NFL is significant. So that would be the only difference. Um, I think most sports fans in America, if you talked about who's Patrick Mahomes, they'd tell you right away. I'm not so sure that those same fans would be able to tell you a lot about Giannis Adetokounmpo. I bet your NBA fans would and your hardcore sports fans, but your casual sports fan would have no idea who he is. I think your casual sports fan knows who Patrick Mahomes is because of the popularity of the NFL and how many people watch their games. That, to me, is the difference. Yeah, that's a really good point. And then switching to the Kings a little bit, obviously one game before the All-Star break. I mean, how clutch is De'Aaron Fox? I mean, I don't think we've talked since that Mavericks game. I mean, the guy's incredible what he can do at yep. the end of a close game. I don't know of any player in the league that's performed better than Fox in fourth quarters and in the case the other night, overtime. The guy's unbelievable with the game on the line. And I made a comment on YouTube over the weekend that if the Kings lost the year in Fox for any period of time, they would be they would be lucky to win a game. And when I, I, I when I mean a game, I'm obviously exaggerating a little bit. The point is they would be New Orleans, they would be Phoenix, and they would slide and they would tumble right down into the standings. If you lose Deer and Fox for any period of time, this Kings team will not win. They will plummet in the standings. And that's the only thing, in my opinion, that can keep the Kings from being in the playoffs. Like, for instance, if Fox were to go down with an injury and miss two weeks of the season, I think that would be enough to knock the Kings out of the playoffs. That's how tight things are in the West. Yeah, that's all I got. I mean, now it's football's over, so it's basically yep. the NBA and the NHL that have to carry the next couple months. How are your Oilers doing? I haven't even been following them lately. Well, they've been great. They're right up there now for the Pacific lead. I mean, I think they just lost, like, their first game, like, seven of eight or something. So they've been really good lately. Yeah, they're rolling then. That's good. All right, buddy. Have a good week. Thanks very much. You too. Take care. All right, good leadoff man right there. Let's get to uh, Jerry right here. Jerry, how are you, man? Uh, well, Grant, listen, I uh, listened to your rant earlier, and I listened to what you had to say with Connor about Rihanna. And I got to say, I'm, I'm not too pleased, and I highly disagree on your take with it. Um, okay. You, you know, to me, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of Rihanna, you know, love her music. Um, obviously, like, I, I wasn't really, like, looking at, like, what she did. Like, you know, I, I didn't notice, you know, the butt grab or whatever. Uh, just kind of noticing the whole performance. Um, but I mean, I, I just don't get, you know, the hate that much. I mean, I, I, there's been plenty of other things that have been going on with the Super Bowl halftime show in the past. Uh, we could start off with uh, Adam Levine taking his shirt off because I don't remember anything said about that. Uh, there was J-Lo and Shakira, you know, they were shaking their ass. And, you know, there wasn't much talk on that. But I, I just didn't really see anything with Rihanna. Like, to be honest, that was really that offensive. I, 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 I don't, well, I, I don't really, I think in, a, in our society, I don't think people have a problem with a man taking a shirt off, but uh, I think if you went back and watched the performance and, and watched her hands and her hand gestures, you might feel a little bit different, but I'm, I'm okay with you. Uh, there are a lot of people that loved her performance. I thought it was awful. I thought it was a horrible display for the Super Bowl. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to spend my whole podcast on it tomorrow, but I listen, I respect your opinion. I appreciate what you have to say. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I I enjoyed the performance. I mean, I know you probably, you know, you obviously don't feel the same way, but can it be to a degree that, like, obviously this is kind of a newer generation of music, you're probably being a little bit critical on it. Like, we're not seeing the Rolling Stones anymore. We're not seeing the Who. We're not seeing Bruce Springsteen. It's Eminem. You know, it's Jay-Z. It's The Weeknd. 
uh, obviously, uh, J Lo, Shakira. You, you know what I mean? It's newer generation. Yeah, I didn't have any. Pro- I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have any. I didn't have any problems at all with the songs that she sang at the Super Bowl. I didn't. I didn't even listen to the lyrics. I don't even know what the hell the songs are. I've heard of them before, but my point is, I didn't even have a problem with that. I just had a problem with her conduct on the stage. That's the problem I had. Okay, so I mean, uh, to be honest, like like I said, I'll I'll rewatch it again, but I really didn't yep. notice anything like too prov- provocative or anything like well, that. Well, then you, then you weren't watching very closely, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, to be fair, like I'm not going to be like looking closely for like, okay, is she going to be doing anything inappropriate? Like, you know, is she yep. uh, being a woman, obviously. Um, you, you know, just watch on, your maybe. hands. Watch, watch, watch your hands. Just watch your hands when they have right, a close-up yeah, of her. I'll make sure you watch your hands. again. But you yep. know what I mean? It's like we're not kind of like actively trying to look for something that like, you know, she might be doing something super explicit or sexual or anything like that. Well, you, kinda... I, you know what, Jerry? You couldn't have missed it. It was with a close-up shot of her body with with like, you know, you couldn't have missed it. So do me a favor. Go watch it again. And listen, I, if you don't agree with me, I don't have a problem with that. All right. So now the football season's over, does that open up any time for dating or no, not until after basketball? Season. Well, okay. You know, I guess since you already mentioned it with the dating, uh, I did, uh, see a girl, uh, basically after the Kings win, uh, against the Mavs, uh, I had to celebrate. So pretty much, uh, I invited her over and, uh, I gotta say it wasn't the best time. Uh, well, I guess well. it wasn't like the best first time, uh, pretty much, uh, let's just say she smelled like uh, microwave fish. I uh, had to gag a little bit. Uh, wasn't too well, pleasant. Hopefully it wouldn't, uh, you know, hopefully that's not like a normal thing. But, uh, you know, definitely, uh, definitely did not have a good time. But I did definitely enjoy that Kings win. Definitely didn't uh, enjoy the uh, celebration afterwards. So uh, it was very unfortunate. Jerry, you have a good day. You too. Sometimes you regret asking a question. I just regretted asking Jerry about if he's been dating or not. I apologize to my audience. All right. If you want to get in on the program, hit your hand icon. I'm not even sure how to continue on after that. Um, I really don't. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls (laughs) right here with uh, Richie. Hello, Richie. How are you today? Hey, I honestly wasn't even going to call in. I'm just what the hell was that? Microwave. I, 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 I know, Richie. I don't know, man. You know, I, 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 I don't. Shit. I really. That, that I'm not cracking up. I, I don't. I'm not at a loss of words very often, but I'm at a loss of words right now. Absolutely. I, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember the last time I laughed that loud. Anyways, oh God, thanks for the content, Grant. Have a good one. All right, Richie. <laughs> don't thank me. All right. Good Lord. Good Lord. All right, let's get to uh, John. Hello, John. Grant, John, what's up? That was one what's fantastic up? call. I'm glad that somebody's dating, but man, I think he could do better than that. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. How are you, buddy? I'm doing all right. But man, just like you said, and like we said, it's the boring time of year right now. You know, two months. We got two months of basketball yep. and the beginning of baseball, and then uh, NBA playoffs come come along, and that that gets fun. But it's just, uh, yep almost demoralizing disappointing having the end of football season and man it just seems like yesterday we had our first uh, little uh round table and we were talking to bella b about Derek carr versus Justin. uh was it just i think it was and uh everything man time flies grant time flies yeah it is uh and you know you talk about the nba playoffs if the kings are in the nba playoffs it's going to be a hell of a spring in sacramento Oh, you are telling me. I mean, hey, if that happens, Grant, my beard's coming off, buddy. <laughs> All right, man. Well, there you hey, go. I, I got you down for that. I'm, to, I'm, I'm writing that down. A, write that down. If you happen to uh, have a another uh, uh, get-together at Bennett's or wherever or something like that, man, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely showing up, and I'll, I'll – uh, show my beard and then I'll show what it looks like without it in my 10 year old or 16 year old pictures. Awesome, buddy. All right. It'll man. be different. Anything else? Hey Grant, man, I just love that you're able to do this. I love the halftime. I love the uh, post game. And when you got the pregame, that's going to be just as great, man. Thanks for all your content, all you do. And thanks to everyone else listening and all our little family here. Thank you, buddy. Take care now. Bye-bye.
All right. We got a lot of people we want to get to. So uh, Jeff is next. Jeff, welcome to the program. How are you today? I'm doing great, Grant. How, how about you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Well, I, I called my score wasn't right, but uh, I did say Mahomes would drive him down for a field goal there at the end of the game for the win. So uh, I, I got that, that part right. But uh, yes, sir. What, what, what was the biggest disappointment of the game? The, uh, the defense doesn't show up for Philadelphia. What, what, what do you, uh, well, to me, the biggest disappointment, the biggest disappointment to me was the playing surface. You shouldn't have a game of that magnitude with guys slipping and sliding all over the place. I mean, it's just, you can't have it. I thought the kicker even was going to turn an ankle. Did you see that? Yep. I sure did. Yep. How bad was that? Yep. It looked like he was going to trip over his own feet, land on his face. Yep. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I I don't know how they can get away with this this day and age, and you know that type of game, you know. And I knew you were cringing when Tony ran back that kick that uh, punt return. Yeah, I'm not a fan of his, obviously. Yep, of all, of that didn't guys, please me. Yeah, I I know it. Yeah, he he sure is, he's full of himself when he got that touchdown. So he he's just lucky to be on a team. So, but anyway, yep. So if Patrick Mahomes doesn't play another snap in his life. Is he like Hall of Fame or? Yeah, he's Hall of Fame. Yep. I mean, yep. He would, golly, he would be golly, in the Hall of Fame. Golly gee, what a you know what a humble humble guy, huh? He, I mean, yep. but Hertz played his ass off, except for the phone. Yeah, he was great. I mean, yep. he could have been MVP of the game if they if they win. He's MVP. Oh, he, he would have been a runaway MVP. He could have been the MVP of the game, even in a loss, to be honest with you. But, I mean, yeah, he was clearly the MVP of the game. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. All right, Grant. Go Kings. Thank you. I don't mean to say he should have won the MVP over Mahomes. The point is, had the Eagles won, he would have been a runaway MVP. That's the point I'm trying to make. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Stress. We all have it to a degree, big, small, but I think you can agree we all carry around different stressors. Most of you know what I've gone through the last four years, complete career change, moving across the country, filing a lawsuit, being in the news often, dealing with all of that, trust me, has not been easy. And if you keep things bottled up, it can really have a negative impact on your life. Therapy is a safe space. You get things off your chest. You can figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills. You can set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And you know what, folks? It's not just for those who have experienced major trauma. Hey, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's online. It's easy, convenient, flexible, and it's suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. Switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Grant today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Grant. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, let's get to uh, Zach. Zach, welcome to the show. How are you today, buddy? Hey, Grant. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's going on? Uh, I guess I just want to talk two things. One, just quick, uh, on the halftime, I did hear your Rihanna uh, stuff. Did you enjoy the uh, Shakira uh, J-Lo one? Uh, I can't even remember it off the top of my head, Zach. I'd have to go back and look at it. I'm not really a big uh, halftime guy. I don't, like, get all wrapped up in it. I watch it, but it's not – it doesn't really move me one way or the other. I'd have oh. to go back and refresh my memory. Off the top of my head, I don't recall it. Yeah, no, because I was just saying, like, if you're going to hate on the Rihanna one, I mean, the Shakira and uh, J-Lo, I mean, you know, a lot of their clothes not on, they're dancing, they're on the ground, they're shaking their, you know, you know what, and uh-huh. everything. So yep. I was just trying to see if you're consistent with your uh, take, that's all. 
Okay. Well, you can listen to my podcast tomorrow. I think you'll find my consistency on it, but we'll, I'll tell you what, Zach, I'll try to go back and uh, why, why. Yeah, let me I know don't even, I, yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool, cool. I'll, I'll hope to, yeah, put the, you know, pl- have some of that uh, content in there in the pod. Yep. And then, and then as for the Kings, just want to talk some Kings basketball. <clears throat> um, I was at the game uh, on Saturday versus Dallas. I've been to a few games this year. That was one of the best games I've ever been to. I think the crowd was insane. Every time uh, Fox, I mean, that Fox stealing the ball and getting that dunk, uh, everyone, the whole crowd just stood up, you know, when he's about to break away for the fast break. Um, It was just a great atmosphere. It felt like a playoff game. Um, I mean, what did, what, I I don't know if I heard, I didn't hear much of what you had uh, after the game, but how'd you feel about the game? I I said that uh, I thought it was one of their best wins of the season. Uh, I also said if the Aaron Fox gets hurt, this team's going to go south in the standings in a hurry. They're going to be the Phoenix Suns and the New Orleans Pelicans if the Aaron Fox gets hurt. And the only thing that can derail the Kings season right now is Fox getting hurt. And if he gets hurt, this team's going to have trouble winning games. That's how good he's been and how good he is in the fourth quarter. What he does in the fourth quarter and, of course, in overtime the other night is truly remarkable. So Thank goodness he's on the all-star team. He should have been on the all-star team yeah. originally. He shouldn't have had to been added to the all-star team. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, what, what else can you say about him? He was just spectacular in that it's game. Great spectacular. Because, uh, it's great because, uh, you know, I pass, in past years, I even myself have kind of been critical on his. I needed him to take over in the fourth quarter a little bit more in games. And this year, he's yep. just taken it to another another level. Uh, it's sure great has. To see. And uh, you saying, you know, the Kings might drop down a lot if um, – if uh, Fox gets hurt, I actually think there's a chance that they may still drop even with him playing because uh, the Clippers, Suns, Dallas yep. are like two games away, uh, and we have a tough schedule going into the next uh, – Oh, I would uh, agree with that. Half. I would agree with that. I think they are going to fall. I don't think they're going to fall out of six, but I think they are going to fall. And the reason for that, Zach, is they're just too inconsistent for me. You know, they have not shown the ability to be consistent over a long stretch of games, and so that would concern me. Uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I think tomorrow is a game they should win, even though Phoenix, you know, while they wait for Durant post-trade, I thought they'd win the other night. I think they beat Indiana. That was a pretty good win for them. You know, uh, I didn't think they were, would win that game, but, you know, the Kings better be ready to play tomorrow night. Um, yep. It's a big game for the Phoenix Suns as they wait for Kevin Durant uh, to get on board. This is a big game for them, but they beat Indiana the other night on the road, 117 to 104. <laughs> right. And, um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, they got to get this win because just in case, you know, we get tied with them, we got to take advantage of every uh, Phoenix Suns game without KD because I think we face them, I think, three more times or something. And um, That's exactly right. Right. So uh, I don't I don't like that. But one thing I also want to say is um, uh, on defense, like I, I was watching, you know, I've been watching a lot of games. One thing, every team, I don't know if you noticed it, I don't know if you've talked about it, every team that I see that plays the Kings – they just try to switch, get the switch. Uh-huh. Herder, Herder's guarding them, and they just go go at go at will at him every time. They Doncic yep. every time he he wants to switch on Herder, and then he starts posting up. They, he gets help. It's either a foul or a, a wide open three. And I don't know what the Kings should do to fix that because yep. uh, I just don't know. It's got to get better. It's got to get better. You're exactly right, and uh, it it better get better soon. The one thing that concerns me, and again, I'm switching gears on you a little bit. I don't like the matchup with the Suns. Um, I really don't. You know, Devin Booker's back. And then the guy that makes me nervous is DeAndre Ayton. If you get the A version of DeAndre Ayton, he will kill the Kings on the glass. So this game tomorrow, I don't like the matchups from Sacramento's perspective. I'm not saying they can't win the game. They certainly can. But the matchups here would make me a little nervous if I'm looking at this from Sacramento's perspective. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Hopefully they can uh, take care of business and get back on their run. We'll see what happens. Thank you, buddy. Take good care, call. Grant. You too, Zach. All right, good stuff from Zach. All right, let's get to uh, Rich. Rich, welcome to the program. How are you today? Hey, I'm good, Grant. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. Well, a few things to cover. Is <laughs> You've had a very entertaining show today, I must say. It's been a little especially, different, yes. <laughs> especially yes. when it got started. And uh, I won't be microwaving my fish tonight, okay? I'm going to be cooking it on the grill. It's marinated, you know. In a, in a nice Japanese Enjoy. marinade, but <laughs> Enjoy. too funny. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, but you know, I was at Super Bowl Thirty, and uh, when the Steelers played the Cowboys, and uh, in Arizona, 
and uh, Diana Ross came out of a balloon, you know, came down to the field. Yeah. And, you know, I've got memories of, I mean, you know, some just really great orchestrated stuff and music. And, and it's just like the transition that has happened in the last five years, let's just say, in the it's entertainment, terrible. it's just, I mean, it's like, oh man, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say you're old school. I'm older school. Okay. And it's just too bad that we, <laughs> we can't find, you know, in the big scheme of things, because as many fans around the world, how many people are watching the Super Bowl, it, it seems to have to go to just like a certain genre of people instead of trying to find yep. a common denominator where everybody can yep. enjoy it. Yep. You know, yep. so um, that's, yep. That's really uh, unfortunate, but Nonetheless, it was a great game. You and I are both right. We both picked, uh, <coughs> you know, Kansas City to win the game. No, and, no, no. I picked uh, Philadelphia. No, 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 no. Oh, you I did. Picked Philadelphia to, I picked Philadelphia to win the game by a field goal. Oh, okay, okay. I, I must have missed some, something somewhere. No problem. But uh, but no, I did. I did pick Kansas City uh, just because of the talent of my host. But it's a great game, and yep. uh, you know, but. Um, I, I wanted to share too, and I don't know if much has been said about it, but uh, I'm really happy to hear that uh, Kevin Herter is going to be also representing the Kings at the All Stars yep. in the three three point shootout. So uh, I'm hoping that he does well, and I think he will. I think he will. I think he's going to be pretty fired up that he's there, and he'll be firing, getting ready for it. And uh, anyway, so I'm looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to us taking down the Suns tomorrow night to finish off this first half before the. Uh, all-stars, you know, to put us and get us, you know, kind of a jump start into the second yep. half of the season. So anyway, way, I'm looking at a head, I'm, I'm looking at a headline in the New York post right now that says Rihanna grabs crotch, yeah. smells fingers during oh, Super Bowl God. halftime show. Yeah. And then they write a story on that. So again, you know, it is what yeah. it is. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I think it's, I think it's disgraceful for an audience of the Super Bowl. I think it's absolutely disgraceful. Yeah. Yeah. Pregnant, a pregnant, pregnant, by the way. Yeah. You, yeah. And I, listen, I don't care if she's pregnant or not. I don't, no, that, I'm that's just a saying, non, yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm just, I don't saying, care. Yeah, I don't care. And, I, and, I, and I'm not saying, well, 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 let me, let me, let me be very okay. clear here. I'm not saying, um, I, when I say I don't care, I don't care that uh, she was pregnant and performing at the halftime. That's a not, I don't care whether she's pregnant or not. Right. I've, I'm sure like I'm like you, um, you know, I have children. I have a lot of respect for what women go through in the nine month process, giving birth. Some women are bedridden. Some women have difficult pregnancies. Sure. Uh, I'm glad as a man that I don't have to go through that. I think you would right. uh, echo those sentiments. So I have a lot of respect for what women go through. But in terms of like, she doesn't get a pass because she's pregnant. All right. I don't really right. care whether she was pregnant or not. For the right. Super Bowl performance, that's a non-issue for me. It shouldn't be part of the story, right. in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with All you right, on buddy. that. But okay. Yep. Well, good good chat with you, Grant. And uh, let's. Uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, seeing the post game show tomorrow night. And uh, hopefully, like I said, we can uh, you know go into the All Stars with another uh, win. Thank you, buddy. You take care. All right. You do bye the bye. same. Bye bye. All right. Good good call from Rich. We have a lot of people that want to get in on the program today. Why don't we move along to Ryan right here on Listen Up. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Nates. The uh, the show's coming off the railroad tracks, buddy. Yeah, it is coming off the tracks a little bit. Put it back on for me. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, first off, there'll be a moratorium on Jerry dating updates, please. <laughs> yes, I, 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 yeah. yes, I thought, you know, I mean, based on our history, I thought it was fair game, but I guess not. <laughs> right yeah i'm gonna change our dinner menu tonight because of him but anyways there you go um getting back on track uh the first thing i wanted to address was what rich said i think the nfl now is they already have their fan base solidified with let's say 55 and over right so they're not going to cater mm -hmm. to that fan base they're going to cater to the younger fan base because they want to have them you know, for the next 60, 70 years as fans. And I think that's the shift that's happened with the Super Bowl show the last three or four years. I think, I, I don't remember who the established act was that they had a few years ago. They had one, but I well, think here, here's the problem. Here's the problem with the NFL is their hypocrisy. And this is what I'm doing my podcast on tomorrow. So I don't want to give away my whole podcast. Yeah. What goes on at halftime 
is a complete direct conflict of their values that they yes. put on the field and on the back of helmets. That's the problem I have. Their messaging all year long, then comes the Super Bowl, and it's completely counter to what their messaging is on the field and on the back of helmets. They're a hypocritical league. That's the problem I have with it. Well, okay, let me ask the question here. Is it hypocritical hypocritical having Rihanna, or is it hypocritical because of her actions? Uh, both. Okay. Both. And you'll 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 you we'll go over it tomorrow on my podcast and I'll explain it all. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, the playing surface. I wanted to kind of yep. touch on that a little bit more because there was that graveyard of cleats by halftime that you saw piling up on one of the sidelines. Yes. I think it was the Eagles. Um what what was what was the NFL thinking? I guess I know you laid out the fact that they had a two year process with a subcontractor to grow the field, but you know what's the protocol at that point if the field is not playable? I mean, do you just go on with the Super Bowl because it's the Super Bowl? Because obviously that field wasn't playable. Uh, that's a great question. I, I guess my whole take on this, Ryan, is how. Does that happen? Like, how can you have a game of that magnitude and you have the experts, okay, quote unquote experts, growing the sod for the game and the experts not being aware that that would be the outcome of their two-year process? I don't understand that. Well, Grant, it's not just the expert. It has. I would have to assume it's the NFL, too. If you're, something as important as the Super Bowl, I'm sure they're flying out reps to Arizona to check on that song. Well, they used to have the best grounds keeper in the world was in Kansas City. And his name is George Toma. And um, he was, and, and, and I think might even, if he's still alive, he would still be doing everything with the league. But he's not, I mean, I'm exaggerating a little bit because he's yeah. been doing it forever. But Bill Jones was the Kings trainer when I first got into the league. And Jonesy used to work with the Kings in Kansas City. And he knew George very well. And he said, he goes, he goes, I've never ever been around a guy that's as good of a groundskeeper and as good with fields as he is. I go, really? He goes, let me tell you something, Grant. He could walk into your living room and he could have grass growing out of your carpet in five minutes. <laughs> okay. That's that's <laughs> how he described this guy to me. So I mean, again. I, again, I it just seems to me that instead of just getting down to the basics, okay, and having a field where you would just grow it the way you and I would grow our lawns, right. okay, we we got to go through now the fancy way of having a field, and we we just you know nothing is basic anymore. Everything is through the roof, and through the roof is not always good. You know, through the roof sometimes is not always good. We just need to get back to basics. And, you know, growing grass to me is a pretty basic thing. I, I, I really believe that. And they make it into like, you know, going to Mars on an expedition or something. I don't understand it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they got the Augusta thing going. <laughs> it's a science. Yep. Um, yep. But but it, it will be interesting down the road to see if because I, I think it's great to see a game played on grass. That That's just football to me. But um, if they go to, you know, artificial turf the rest of the way out, I know guys can get their ankles caught in that as well. Right. But, um, you know, most fields are going that way now. So I, I also thought the end of the game was very interesting, very smart by the Kansas City running back to get down. But mm -hmm. I thought what would have been more interesting is if Kansas City didn't take a knee because Philadelphia was going to let him score. And I think that would have yep. been one of the most awkward plays because they were not going to score. And Philly Correct. would have likely let them score because that would have given them a minute, minute yep. and a half. And, yep. you know, unfortunately, they won the game. Yeah, unfortunately, it looked like Jalen slipped trying to throw that Hail Mary. Yeah, I mean, he's not, you're not going to score on that anyway. I mean, from you're on your own 20 or, you know, your own what? 35 yard line, you really have no chance of scoring. But you know, the giant that happened in the Giants, the Super Bowl I was at with Ahmad Bradshaw, he tried to stop himself short of the goal line and he did not. And it gave New England a chance to win the game on a final drive. And they had a Hail Mary that came pretty close to being caught in the end zone on a deflection, if you remember that yeah. Super Bowl game that was in Indianapolis. But you know, again, uh, things happen. Uh, there's no way Philadelphia is scoring in that situation. Whether Jalen Hurts could throw the ball 65 yards in the air or 70 yards in the air, which he can't, there's no way that that was, you know, that was, they weren't going to score.
Well, it would have taken a miracle gadget play. He, he can't throw the ball that far probably in shoulder play, pads right. in that situation. Um, hey, you know, I just I want to shout out Foxy. Uh, absolutely amazing performance the other night. Um, we've already gone down it. But for anybody out there that's arguing that Fox is not a max player still, you're living on an island. Um, yep. Because he is just driving this team. And, you know, like you said, if they miss any or if he misses any significant time, he this team won't win. Gasoline, he's the gasoline that lights the fire for the Kings. There, yep. There's no other way to put it. Uh, no question that, about it. That would be dry time. So, all right, buddy. Um, have a great rest of the show. Jerry, you're on timeout, man. And try the yep. Redfish at Bennett's. You will not be disappointed by that. Ryan, take care, buddy. See all you. Right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. Let's get to uh, some more phone calls. We get to Trent. Trent, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Grant. Um, great show so far. Um, you know, one thing about this Rihanna performance that I've been thinking about after listening to everybody chime in on it, the fact that you have a pregnant woman 100 feet in the air with no railing to hold on to, I thought that was really, just thinking about it now, that's got to be really, really unsafe. And she was, I think she was anchored in some way on the, uh, on the platform she was on. And I just thought that um, with all, I mean, she looked like she was concentrating on keeping her balance and, and all the other stuff that she had to do. And I just thought it was unsafe uh, having her up that high in the air. Trent, Trent, I doubt they would have done it if it was unsafe. That's my take on it. I mean, okay. I really believe that, again, accidents happen, but I, I don't believe that Rihanna would have gone and done that performance if she was uns, if she thought it was unsafe. That's just my opinion based okay. on knowing and, and, and liability and all of the other things. You know, the fact that she was pregnant to me doesn't factor into whether she was safe or not. I, I doubt very much that they would have put her in a situation that was deemed unsafe. That's just my take. Could I be wrong? I could be wrong, but I would doubt that. Okay. I got a couple other points to talk about. Um, I've been in the turf grass industry for my whole career and to see the field yesterday being as slippery as it was, I thought was just completely appalling and it was, you know, blasphemy to uh, have the Super Bowl on such a wet field. You know, I did an internship. I did a summer internship at Dodger stadium back in 1997 and they have a sand based field that did not have any sort of slippage at all and the water percolated the soil, percolated the turf, and went away from the turf instead of being on top of, instead of being on top of the uh, soil to be able to have people slip on it. You know, I do, I do all, I mean, I do, I I do, I work on a collegiate baseball field right now in my current job, and I do irrigation on that field, and the whole thing is you can't have wet areas on the field because it's a safety issue and you know i'm wondering also did they did they did they really make it soft just so they wouldn't have a damar hamlin moment again i mean i don't know but it's like to have. i I don't know the answer to that that you know your perspective on this is pretty interesting uh based on what you're saying so you know i'm speaking to the expert you're not speaking to an expert when it comes to growing grass but i would say that they said it was a two-year process that they started growing the sod for this field two years ago. That I did read that. Yeah, it's amazing because you know the amount of you know you take the field that they have at uh, at Levi Stadium, how how intact and per and the soil or the water was able to go through the soil after all of the rainstorms that they had back in January, and yep. it was just 
it was just completely 180 degrees out of phase the way, and it's a desert climate down there, and you think that yep. you wouldn't have any standing water on a, soil, on, a, on a turf to be able to have somebody slip on. You you gotta be you gotta be you know and they were doing and like you were saying earlier let's get let's get back to basics why are we going this scientific way when science is is nothing but BS nowadays when it comes to just growing grass I mean this guy I George I Toma it. this guy George Toma is ninety six years old this is his last Super Bowl why was it so difficult for this to happen correctly and you gotta wonder if he's having a lot of regrets. On, on ending his career at this Super Bowl. That's got to be well, one of the saddest well, things I've ever seen. Well, I can tell you this. If George Toma was running the whole thing, and I mean by that, he was in charge of the entire Super Bowl field, I can almost uh, guarantee you that wouldn't have happened. So good yeah. call, Trent. Very well, interesting hey, I got, information. I got one more thing. Yeah. I was at the Kings oh, yeah, yeah. game Saturday night. I was at the Kings okay. game Saturday night, and um, we had a great time. We had a ball. Uh, if, I, if we knew it was going to be Pride night, we probably would have skipped it. But other than that, we had a great time. Uh, we got to go down to the floor to watch him warm up. We saw Doncic hit a, uh, a half-court shot um, during the practice stuff. We got to see guys up close. I got to stop you for a minute. Uh, you confused me with a comment that you just made. And because you made it, I have to ask you a follow-up question. I don't quite understand what you just said, that if you had known it had been Pride Night, you would have skipped it. Why? Well, just because of the uh, sort of weird stuff that we observed there, you know, we were, we, there was some, there was just some, uh, you know, weird stuff that we saw and just, they were, it wasn't really, it wasn't really, um, we had a good time, but just the, the pride stuff was, was a little much, so. All right. Well, I, I appreciate your call, Trent. Thank you very much. You have a good day. Right. Thanks. Goodbye. That, that surprised me. I got to tell you. You know, um, I, I, I'll tell you one thing. We live in the United States of America and I respect different viewpoints. Okay. And what I mean is I respect to have conversation on different viewpoints. I don't agree with what he just said. Okay. Uh, you know how I am about this. I hate nights like this at sporting events because I know that the owners, not all owners, some of the owners I've talked to, not including Sacramento, by the way, so I want to make that very clear, feel obligated that they have to do these type of nights, even though they don't want to do them. Okay? They don't. That's not why they bought their teams. They didn't buy their teams to have all these different nights to appease this community, this community, that community. community. You know, they, they didn't do it to appease the woke mob. They didn't do it to check all of the boxes. And if they forget to check one box, they're annihilated by a certain group that says, oh, you discriminated against us. Oh, you're biased against us because you didn't have a night for us. That's really not what the purpose of sports is, in my opinion. But Trent, I'm, I gotta tell you, I'm surprised that you would say that. You know, I, I'm surprised. I think that I acknowledge, just like we had that hockey player in Philadelphia, who decided not to partake in the pregame skate wearing the special warm-up jerseys worn by the Flyers with the pride colors because of his beliefs and his religion. And he got crucified for that. I didn't have a problem with it. I think that you, and he's not American, by the way, he's Russian, but I still didn't have a problem with it. We should be able to follow our beliefs, okay? We, we were, we're not all the same, okay? If you're bothered by that, that doesn't mean in my eyes you're a bad person. Doesn't mean to me that, gee, I can't associate with you anymore. It means that I have a different viewpoint than you and I don't have to accept it. Um, you know, I've been very honest about my conversations on this show with Sarah, who's now Alex, who was transgender and decided it wasn't for him and moved back. And we have a very open conversation about it. Um, I reached out to when she was going through the process and talked to her. 
on the phone, not through text messages, because I wanted to get an understanding of why she was going through this. I have one of my best friends who has a daughter who is transitioning to a man. And I've had many conversations about that with them, about the challenges of a parent going through that with a daughter at such a relatively early age. By the way, for the record, while I'm talking about it, this is my belief. I don't feel that any person should have the ability to transition genders until they're at least 18. Okay, that's my belief. I believe that it is wrong for a person to make the transition as a young teenager. That's just me, all right? And that's me based on speaking with parents of children that are dealing with this. So I try to educate myself on it a little bit, okay? Uh, if you have a problem with Pride Night, I respect that that's how you feel. I don't have to agree with you, all right? But I thought it was very interesting that Trent made the point, had they known it was Pride Night, they would not have gone. And you see, that to me is the decision that people have to make, and he didn't know it, but that's the best way to handle it. You know, if you don't like a radio show, you don't listen to it, right? If you don't like a TV show, you don't listen to it. If you don't like a certain genre of music, you don't listen to it. Uh, if you're bothered by something, generally speaking, you stay away from that, correct? Um, you know, if you're afraid of spiders, you're going to make damn sure if you're going camping that you're taking all the precautions, right? Same thing with other reptiles like snakes and stuff. People are paranoid, all right? So you're going to be extra careful. And, you know, my point is, you know, but in our society, you know, people are deemed bad people if they don't get on poor, get on board with Pride Night. And to me, it's like, you know, I wish things were different. I wish that we would accept all people based on their, regardless of their sexuality, but we don't. We just had the World Cup in Qatar. Homosexuality is against the law over there. It's forbidden. It's a crime. Same thing in the United Arab Emirates. Okay? If you don't agree with it, don't go over there. But you know what? The whole world went over to Qatar. The whole world. The NBA had a preseason game in the United Arab Emirates. This is the same league that boycotted the All-Star game in Charlotte over a bathroom bill. But it's now okay to play a preseason game in an area of the world where the gay community is looked upon as a criminal? Seriously? That's the hypocrisy and the double standards that I hate in our society. You can't have it both ways. And that's why I'm going to do my podcast tomorrow on the Super Bowl and the halftime. You can't have it both ways. You can't stand for something and then counter it with an act that goes completely opposite of what you're telling your audience. But that's the society that we're living in today. And I would bet right now that if one of the folks on this stream or more are part of the LGBT community, regardless of whether you're gay, regardless of whether you're transgender, whatever, I have a feeling right now that you were very offended by what Trent had to say. And I respect the fact that you're offended by that. This is a sports show, so I didn't ask Trent a lot of questions, okay? And the reason for that is, as Ryan said, this show has kind of gotten off the rails a little bit. But I'm trying to make a point here. If Trent is bothered by Pride Night, then he's right. He should not have gone to the game. But he said he didn't know that. But if you're still bothered by it, you should have left. Because by staying there, and you say you're being bothered, well, 
You're not bothered that much because you stayed and watched the game. So if you're truly bothered by something, then do something about it. You shouldn't have stayed for the game. That's my take on that. But I, I, you know how I feel about cancel culture. I'm part of the cancel culture, but I felt that way before I got canceled. We need to have dialogue in this country. There's not enough dialogue. That's the problem with this country. And if you're white now in America, you're not allowed to have the dialogue. That's just the reality. You get shot down. You know it and I know it. Okay? We're now told to stay on the sidelines when Will Smith slapped Chris on the stage, right? Social media was saying, if you're white, you need to stay out of this conversation because you don't understand. I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah, I understand. I'm an adult. I'm educated. I understand. I don't have to be black to partake in the conversation of Will Smith going on to the stage at the Oscars. I don't, I don't need to be black. Okay. I'm allowed to have an opinion because, because I, I'm white. I don't have an opinion anymore. So I want to put that out there because if there are people that are on my stream right now that are part of the LGBT community, I, I didn't want to gloss that over. All right. And I've always tried to make this point on my podcast and on my other rants. Difference of opinion is fine. And we don't all believe in the same things. Okay. And you have to at least find out why an individual has an issue with a certain sector of life. That's it. Let's move along. Let's get to Zach. Hello, Zach. How are you today? Hey, not too bad. Uh, so as I was looking at the standings, so obviously I think it's pretty obvious that uh, Dallas, Phoenix, and the Clippers are likely to pass Sacramento. So is Zion and Ingram, or I don't know, is Ingram back? But is Zion projected? No, he's actually had a setback. I don't think he's coming back even in the month of March. New Orleans said he had a setback the other day. And um, based on reading through the lines, I don't even know if he'll be back this season. He could even, so if they, should they make the first round, he may not even be ready. I, I, no, I didn't say that. I just said that is a possibility. They're uh, okay. saying that it's going to be several weeks, several weeks. Okay. Well, we're now in the middle of March and several weeks means they said several weeks after the all-star break, several weeks after the all-star break gets you deep into March. Okay. Okay. Also, um, I mean, do you think, uh, like, with Mike Conley in Minnesota, I mean, do you think that could help? Because obviously, I don't think the Warriors are going to really do much with Curry injured for extended time. But I mean, do you think the Timberwolves could jump the Kings as well? I mean, I just think that's. A I think it's on. Well, I, I think the games, the head-to-head games left between Sacramento and Minnesota will determine that. But I think Mike Conley is going to help out Minnesota a lot. I think it's exactly what they needed. I think they're, that's going to help them out a lot. And by the way. They were playing very they are they're playing very well going into the all-star break and they're getting Carl Anthony Towns back, I believe. So that's gonna help them. So yes, I would keep an eye on Minnesota. I don't know if they'll pass Sacramento, but I'd certainly keep an eye on them for sure. Yes. It's a very good point you made. Also, um, I mean, like with the Kings, like with the schedule, like it's like I mean, yeah, they have all these elite teams coming up, but it's like, are they maybe a team that actually does play better against like a elite competition, you know? So maybe it's almost like it's we're going to find out weirdest. This is the weirdest season of the entire for a while. It's like it's almost like it's so skewed. Everything just seems like so skewed. Yeah, there's no consistency with the Kings at all. I think that's the thing. I mean, there's uh, there it's you know, here's the deal. You don't know which team is going to show up from night to night with the Kings. You just don't know. And then I just wanted to comment on the whole like Rihanna thing. Like, look, I'm a young uh, college student. So it's like that whole thing thing uh i mean it's amusing you know but as i think about it from like a national tv i was thinking about like all the kids that are watching that it's like you it's don't terrible. want that to be on television it's like there's kids are you serious it's terrible uh, is it's there awful. anything like is there anything like that uh somebody out like some sort of uh people can uh, go out there and like uh get on rihanna or like file some sort of suit or sure you can okay. you can't file a suit but you can stop buying her music Okay, so there's really nothing like there's no like legal no. action that they could like no, no. All right, thank you, Grant. Thank you, Zach. Appreciate that. Thank you very much. 
Hey, don't forget uh, tomorrow, Ryan and I will be on at halftime and post game of the Kings and the Suns. Thanks very much. Very interesting show today. I enjoyed it. Thank you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.